This is Rosalind in Sydney, just a couple of air signs, and we're back with Astrology Airheads, where we learn the language of the stars through pop culture. And we learn the language of podcasting <laughs> <laughs> through COVID. <laughs> always tricky, always interesting. We're in a new place. Yeah, we're in a Sydney's pad today. Um, so we're in the heart of the city. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like we're on this nomadic podcast. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> We're kind of like the stars. We're always drifting around, you know, different constellations come up in yes. different signs. And yeah, so we're, just we're just like the universe, always changing and fluctuating, but always coming back yes. to familiar spots. <laughs> this is our esoteric podcast. This is, <laughs> if you're ready for the wild ride, you're in the right place. <laughs> oh, I hope everybody's doing well. We just uh, transitioned into. Libra season. Libra, Libra, Libra. Yay. And also in the Northern Hemisphere, it's autumn. In the Southern, it's springtime. So Yay. I love autumn. Like happy equinox to all. Yeah. We love fall. Can't wait to see the leaves get dry in Southern California. Yeah. (laughs) It's already dry here. Sometimes you'll see like one or two trees get really orange and red and you're just like, oh my God, there it is. It's fall. Like I always feel really euphoric when I see that. Yeah, in our neighborhood, because we live close to um, Navy Housing, Mm -hmm. and I think they've planted trees that do that, like maple trees, um, I think to help maybe people that are from other states to kind of feel like they're at home. Yeah. That's my assumption. Well, it is nice. (laughs) It's really pretty. (laughs) To see uh, colors change. So hopefully we'll see that soon. Probably not until December, but... That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really perused the neighborhood because of course the lockdown, I don't go out too much. Right. uh, Yeah. I haven't noticed the trees changing or maybe they do. And then our weather gets warm again and then they go back. So it's very, these poor trees get confused. They do. They blossom like four times a year, which is like, I'm not complaining (laughs) about that. That's kind of, except for the allergies. Yeah. (laughs) Exploding trees. There are two sides to everything. (laughs) As my Libra tries to balance the yin and the yang. <laughs> yes. Well, one of the things that I learned about Libra um, this week was that the symbol was the sun rising over the horizon. Yeah. I said that on our Instagram post and I was just like, oh my God, that is news to me. Oh, well, yeah, it was news to me too. And uh, I thought that was kind of neat, like this new section of time that we're hitting. We finished out the northern part or the bottom part of the birth chart, the one through six, Aries through Virgo. And now we're at the top of the charts, top of the chart, the top uh, of the chart, but at the bottom, but in the Southern. <laughs> um, so we go uh, Libra through Pisces and that's kind of like all the I, and then we go into the we. So, you know, Libra is all about, you know, we, as opposed to Aries is I, right. and Scorpio is about like our finances or our income, as opposed to Taurus. That is just what, I have. Interesting. Um, and so you can go around and know your opposite and like, you know, Gemini, you learned something and now Sagittarius, what do you do with that? And how do you share it with the rest of the world? Um, who's next? Capricorn. Um, that one's really important because Capricorn is um, your public persona, like, and cancer is home and finance. So they're, you know, opposites of each other. 
And that fourth house is like kind of like your private, your private house, like right. what pe- what you don't want people to know about you mm-hmm. also. Um, and so um, the opposite of that in the 10th house of Capricorn is like, you know, work, career, what you're doing out in the world. Um, and then after that is Aquarius. You know, you got your community, your friends, your social groups, um, the rebel, and it's opposing um, or opposite Leo, which is, you know, royalty and it's the sun. It's, you know, the sun is its representative. So it's the spotlight's all on Leo, mm-hmm. whereas Aquarius loves to share that with groups. And then finally you have Pisces, which is just everything kind of goes there. You know, it's really a spiritual placement too. Um, and Virgo, its opposite is very practical and organized and step-by-step step and work and service. And so yeah, Pisces is kind of like, <laughs> now what do I do <laughs> after I've done all this work? You know, how can I get in tune with the higher self? So totally. Yeah. So that's the fun journey that we are headed going for. Around. Yeah. So we're halfway through and with Western Zodiac, we start in Aries season, you know, in the springtime, because that's when things bloom and grow and are born as opposed to winter where our calendar starts in January doesn't quite make as much sense, you know, like, why are you going to try to start to go back to work in, you know, winter? winter. Yeah. Where it's cold and not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So springtime and now we're in fall and, um, about to enjoy apples and sweaters and (laughs) pumpkin things. Yeah. I like it. Cool. So more Libra stuff, like what else do we have to look forward to during this season? Who knows? Oh, I should know because I've got the Cosmos News. <gasps> Cosmos News. That's the oh, ditty. That's, that's the song. Yeah. yeah. Written by Sydney. Lyrics by Sydney. <laughs> Produced by Sydney. <laughs> Australia, not the person. No, yeah, okay. no, no. She had nothing to do with it. Alrighty, the Cosmos News. So what's today? The 23rd? Yes. So we're like fresh, fresh Libraness yes. today or yesterday, I mean. Um, and I'm a little off because I'm trying to like recalibrate from being in Virgo and like, go, go, go to Libra. Like I'm trying to balance this and that and missing the mark on some things and focusing too much on other things. So bear with me. Well, and you are a Libra. Oh yeah. So it's your season. It's my season. I'm the reason for the season. No. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've got my, you know, Libra sun, moon, Mercury retrograde and Pluto all in lovely Libra. Lovely Libra. Yeah. Can't help but be an airy. Um, so, so today is the 23rd. Um, the next big shakeup is happening. Not really a shakeup, but we're, well, maybe, I don't know. September 27th. Mercury is going to go into Scorpio and Mercury has been in Libra, very diplomatic speaking and, you know, considering your words and other people. And now, as we move Mercury into watery Scorpio, it's not going to be that friendly, I guess. You know, Libra is very friendly, relationships and everything. And so when Mercury moves into Scorpio, it's more about diving deep, which is nice. You know, like having a deep conversation with the Scorpio is just a thing. Like you're, they're not really about um, surface information frivolous Mm -hmm. they really because the scorpion likes to dive deep it's you know it's a digger and it also might unearth information that you don't know about you know secrets scorpio kind of rules that area of the chart 
because um, Scorpio is a fixed sign. Um, so the fixation on something like you might get obsessed or, you know, too um, fixated on an idea of something that you want to do or say. And so that's the thing where you just have to be careful not to go too far one way and, you know, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Or like even like suspicion. You can do that. Right. Definitely. Like yes. you could get really like convince yourself that something yeah. suspicious. Right. Right. With not a lot of evidence yeah. to support that. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of a good Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Problem. Yes. Which we're not, we're not there yet, but yeah. What, especially when that, what that comes up um, later on in October. Yeah. We'll definitely be, it's not going <sighs> to, election, you guys just be very mindful on your research and, you know, look at other sources, go, you know, um, ask friends that are living in other countries, what they're seeing out there, because the information with the nodes in Gemini, North node in Gemini, South and Sagittarius, we're trying to learn what's true. And Gemini is kind of a trickster and it it gives a lot of information, but it's not always accurate. So right. or, relevant. or relevant. Sometimes it just throws you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just be aware of that. And Scorpio and Gemini, just in general, it's not a really easy mix mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, you know, Gemini is kind of like airy and light and witty and, you know, and Scorpio just really wants to be deep and, and yeah. darker. They're and kind of conflicting. S- yeah. There's a challenge there. Yeah, definitely. Like substance. Not that Geminis can't have substance, but it's just more fast paced, move, move, move. And Scorpio is really like, let me just focus and kind of hibernate a little mm-hmm. and ruminate on ideas. So right. that's Mercury Scorpio's uh, September 27th. Um, and then also another big thing that's happening, September 29th, Saturn will go direct. Um, so it's like, you know, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, and Capricorn have all been retrograde for about six months. And Saturn's the, I think Saturn's going to go, yeah, sorry. Saturn's going to go direct at the end of this month. Um, and it's kind of like mom and dad are home and hopefully you haven't partied too much. Or if you did, you cleaned up the mess because when Saturn moves forward, it really wants you to be ready have all your ducks in a row, your paperwork signed um, so that you can begin to build what you want your life to be for the next, you know, 30 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Sydney will fill you more in on that. Um, okay. So the next thing I have for you is October. We're getting spooky a little bit. We're starting mm. spooking it out. No, Sydney's ready. We're all ready to just, I don't know, maybe wear some costumes and be somebody else for a little while. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, um, this is an extra spooky uh, Halloween because we have two full moons in October. But the first one will be in Aries, the opposite of Libra. Um, And it can shine a light on how you may have to take charge or lead because maybe you have like an innovative idea or something's come to you. And so you get to run it. Um, but it's also about balancing, you know, Libra is the relationships and the team player. So how can you be a leader, but also be part of the team, um, which is, you know, sometimes people struggle with, especially managers, you know, they either will micromanage and want to do everything or kind of get lost and not really focus on what their employees are doing. So it's like, 
yeah, managing your team, but not being so overbearing that you have to be in everybody's business. Cause if you hire people, they should, you know, know how to do their job. Yeah. So that you don't have to. <laughs> it's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So that's the full moon. Also with the full moon, you know, things are come to light and, um, get emotional, excitable. And we've got Mars and Aries right now. Um, I also might be a little, I don't know, feelings of romance, perhaps, you know, okay. a little, the, the Mars drive. <laughs> oh, Mars is going to be yeah. enhanced during a Venetian season. I would think so. Yeah. 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 So just, you know, be aware. Might get a be little aware. action <laughs> in the moonlight. <laughs> um, yeah. So October 2nd, we've got Venus enters Virgo. Okay. Yeah. So it's my Venus return. Like you can have your, you know, like you have your birthday every year, your sun goes back to the place it was when you were born. Right. You can have that with your Venus. Yeah. Your lunar return. Lunar return. Yeah. I'm getting all these returns. I want a better outfit, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Venus enters Virgo at like zero degrees, like zero, zero, very intense degrees. It is. I think I have that. It's very early. Um, and, um, it's with Virgo, of course, it's practical, you know, service kind of things, um, day-to-day activities. And so to, I don't know, make your boyfriend, girlfriend, person, friend happy, you know, you, a practical gesture, what would that be? Like filling the gas in the car (laughs) without them asking, just kind of having it already filled or like. Unloading the dishwasher when you know that that's something that's important to them. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Or my mom is a Virgo Venus. Oh, that's right. Shout out. Yeah. And you're a good gift giver. Like you've done that. Like I've said something and then you're like, here it is. And because your mom trained you. No, okay. I don't know. It's, it's always something that I, I look for clues. Yeah. But it's because gift giving is how I... It's part of how I express my love for people. Mm, mm-hmm. And so that's just, you know, everybody's different and how they, they want to express themselves oh, yeah. and appreciation for the people around them. And gifts is one of them for me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a passion. If I say emeralds, you know, or that could be arranged, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could figure something out. <laughs> if any of you listeners <laughs> email us. At. <laughs> Her birthday's coming up. <laughs> just a couple more weeks. Um, yeah, so that's Venus and Virgo. Just good time to also like give back to others. Um, yes. See a neighbor that needs help, uh, especially with COVID, you know, picking up extra groceries or something. That could be, um, and dropping them off at the door as opposed yes. to, you know, going in, but just, you know. I wonder if that has anything to do, um, like you're, you can tell me if I'm wrong, if your natal Venus has anything to do with your personal aesthetic. And whatever your natal Venus happens to be. So if your yeah. uh, natal Venus is in Virgo, mm-hmm. you like things to be organized or neat or matching or yeah. coordinated in some way. Oh, definitely. There's like maybe even that you're just very particular about what you like. Oh, yeah. So particular. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if you're, let's say, Venus in Leo, um, you could love... Uh, all the hobbies you have or being playful, um, you might, you know, or like you want things to be really bold and yeah, bright and gold daring and, and yeah, 
you know, reflect yourself because Mm -hmm. everything you want to be a reflection of you. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if there's like something to that or if I'm just kind of projecting. No, I think so. It's about your, what you love. Venus is what you love. Right. Yeah. So we would definitely do that for sure. Yeah. Where's your Venus? Aries. Oh, so you love yourself. No. Yeah. (laughs) Do I? Right. But your um, career right now, like we talked about, like you. The head. Yeah. You do facials and things like that. So, and you were really loving that at the time. Mm -hmm. You were enjoying that. So definitely if you, yeah, I think you got it, lady. Cool. (laughs) Thanks. No problem. The more you know. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I think we ate too much burritos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, just a reminder, I think I did mention, but Mars is still retrograde at this time. So watch for being passive aggressive still. Yes. In this time. Always. Because um, it's just, yeah. Moon and Le- it's Libra season, but you've got all this opposing energy in Aries, the opposite. So it's just going to be like this push pull. Like I want to do stuff for myself, but I got to do this stuff for other people. So. Interesting. Yeah. Sneak attacks. Um, so then October 4th, whew, we move and to Pluto is going direct. Um, it's still in Capricorn, so it was one of the three that's in Capricorn. Making a ruckus. It went retrograde back in April. Um, we've had six months to process all the change that's happened around us. You know, we've it's been a crazy year of, you know, stop, start, no, yes. Um, and so now with Pluto going forward, we're maybe more apt to change what's going on in our outside world. It's like this transformational energy of what's happening with our foundations and our structures. Um, and, and maybe give us the power to change the world. Oh, so. Oh, fun. I like that. Yeah. That's fun, right? I want some power like that. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, it's a month before the election. So we're thinking about who Revenue. we want in charge of things. Yes. Yeah. So. Get ready. <laughs> and then October 12th, we've got Jupiter still in Capricorn, sextile, which is a nice placement, sextiling Neptune in Pisces. Neptune's been at home in Pisces for a while. Um, she's retrograde. So all this expansive energy that Jupiter's going to give to Neptune, it's going to kind of like go within. And I think people are going to be more or on in the search for there may be soul groups, um, spirituality, trying to manifest dreams because Jupiter is in restrictive Capricorn by Capricorn's your career. So I would think that it might give some groundingness to the dreams that you're having. Also really like psychic awareness might be more amplified um, visions, you know, like yeah. actual prophetic dreams maybe you know yeah i things that you might not think are there might actually be there (laughs) so don't get freaked out it's just a new world a new age yeah um let's see what else yeah we're just all trying to figure out this new game plan since things aren't working that once did this is kind of helping us like imagine those dreams of a world that we do want to have and that includes 
you know, people being kind and considerate to each other. Like it's not going to work if we're all mad, crazy. Yeah. We're all the same. Yeah. You know, we're just a bunch of people trying to make it happen. So if we could all just see that and see other people's suffering as our own suffering and other people's happiness as our own happiness. Yes. The whole world would function a little more peacefully. Absolutely. Just some thoughts. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah, and this is the final triangle or sextile between these two. So it was February first oh, okay. we had this, July twenty seventh, and now we're having this uh, sextile again of these two. I like Jupiter. Jupiter is very jovial. It's a benefic uh, planet. I hope I'm saying that correctly, but it's just like it's lucky whether it's retrograde or not. Typically okay. in your chart. Yeah. What's the difference, really? Um. When it's not retrograde, it's going to expand out into your world. So, you know, if you've got Jupiter in the second house, you're going to maybe make a lot or spend a lot of money, um, which isn't super positive, right? I have Jupiter retrograde. Every All of the spiritual energy that Jupiter gives, it goes into myself. So I'm always kind of searching, looking for the answers, kind of trying to understand myself and my world. And it just keeps expanding. <laughs> so I'm constantly, yeah, I'm constantly learning about different levels of spirituality. And I think I went from, you know, going to a meditation class to Reiki and doing this and tarot. And, and where's your Jupiter again? It's in the fourth house. So I'm kind of like connecting with my family, my roots, mm-hmm. kind of healing. Under what sign? Energy in Aries. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I it's a weird that. spot. It's a weird placement, I guess. Yeah. But it makes me... I don't know. It opposes your sun. It sure does. Yeah. It's kind of, I've got this, uh, I believe like a fan, like the, you know, different birth charts have different shapes, bowls and splays and things like that. But I think Jupiter is kind of my anchor and everything else is kind of, you know, (laughs) I almost said squirted. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that'll work. It's a, it's out in the uh, upper um, houses from like night through wealth basically it's all up in there um but jupiter is really that anchor that's opposing everything right it's retrograde so i'm constantly relearning um things and teaching myself stuff um and connecting to like ancestor energy which has been coming up a lot for me um through my meditations so that's cool yeah a lot of healing yeah going through right now that's really interesting black american pretty traumatic to be here (laughs) Um, and then, so yeah, we talked about Mercury in Scorpio and that's going to go retrograde October 13th through November 3rd. It's going to be retrograde in Scorpio, the 13th through the 27th, and then it'll backtrack into Libra. So that's, it's going backwards, Mm -hmm. but in that first section of the retrograde, it's way more emotional communication, um, the psychic connection again. And like you were talking about the paranoia, the kind of fixating on an idea um, and being suspicious, you're dead on with that. So it's also a really challenging time to make decisions. And, you know, this is retrograde up into the third. Um, And we've got to figure out, you know, what's on the ballot Um, when Mercury goes retrograde into back into Libra it's going to be like the slow kind of thinking process because Libra is an air sign. It's the intellect. 
Um, and so there might be some confusion on who to choose, what's the information. Um, oh, and of course, past relationships, you know, mm-hmm. coming up again, trying to remind you, do you want to do this again? Or yeah, remember the reasons you're not there anymore? Yeah, why you're not together anymore. So just... If you can slow down, you know, Mercury is a great time to slow down, not a great time to travel. Not that leave yourself time before leaving places. Make sure you have your keys. Yes. Like in your phone, like inevitably you'll leave one of those behind. Absolutely. Yeah. So those kinds of things just, I think it is as we're more into fall and maybe family time and kind of slowing down, this is a perfect time to, you know, just read a book. Don't do as much, you know, I know we can't do as much right now, but give your brain maybe a little break, take a little time off of social media and, um, read actual paper books maybe, or yeah, like (laughs) your eyeballs too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but that's happening October 13th through November 3rd, and then we'll push forward and hopefully elect some normalcy. We'll see. Um, after that, but during, I guess, October 16th, we have our new moon in Libra. Um, and it's opposing Mars and Aries, which is square, those big three planets in Capricorn still. Plus Venus is opposite Neptune with the North Node in there. And it's just like, it's like the Five of Wands in Tarot. If you've seen that, it's a whole bunch of people. It's five people with long sticks and one person's sticking over here and one's got it up and one's got it to the side. It's like all this conflicting energy that we know we need, we need each other, but we're just not speaking the same language. So how do you build something new when nobody wants to be flexible? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we're really going to have to push into that Libra diplomatic energy and just say, you know, Hey, let's, Put the sticks down for a sec- for a second, and you know, decide what how we can build this house together, as opposed to sticking each other in the face with these long sticks and making the next person mad. Right, because that's what it it just really feels like. Sounds chaotic. Yeah, yeah, mostly chaos. <laughs> mostly chaos until the end of the year. <laughs> new moon brings chaos. Yeah, so prepare yourself. Yeah, so this is a good time to you know, new moon setting your intention, maybe maybe intention. grounding. Yeah, <laughs> just ground that stick into the ground. Um, but yeah, leaning into that Libra energy and just maybe making that intention of trying to find balance in between, you know, your ideas and and maybe trying to find common ground with somebody that you might not necessarily agree with. That or just of reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of reality. Oh, that's a tricky one. Hopefully um, people will start to do that. So yeah, it's basically what's the game plan? How do we get over all these different opinion in a realistic way? Mm. And we've got Mars in there, so it's very impulsive again. It wants to just keep pushing and pushing, and it's like trying to push a wall when you've got Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter in earthy Capricorn, like it's not going to move and the nodes being in there. Um, it's just more confusion on either you're going to learn something new or you're just going to keep banging into each other. So that's my interpretation. Those are the options. Those are the options. You want total chaos or do you want to come together? I don't know. Chaos is fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
else is entertaining. It's entertaining. Uh, and oh yeah, that was the other thing. It was like making mountains out of molehills. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Back in April when we had the new moon in Aries, um, when we could have had the information about COVID and mask wearing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like exploded in our faces here at, at this point where we've got all this opposing energy. Nobody's really sure what's true, what's not true, or we do know what's true. And it's just kind of hurt a lot of people um, if we could have just taken care of it six months ago. So, right. Yeah. We're still going to be dealing with this in another six months. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't definitely don't foresee it clearing up anytime soon, not before next spring. Well, especially with news and it's like mutating and evolving. Yes. It's evolving, man. Which so are we. (laughs) Or are we devolving? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it feels like. Um, Yeah. So October 22nd, the sun will move into Scorpio. October 27th, we'll have the Venus in Libra. And then October 31st, full moon in Taurus, which is a blue moon on Halloween. (gasps) Um, But we'll talk more about that next. Oh my God. (laughs) So yeah, I think we might go hiking at night time hike if you want to come. Oh my God. That would be so freaky, scary. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to get a a small group of, you know, people that wear masks to uh, go and hike. And hear the, all the woodland creatures. Howling in the night at the new at the full moon. <laughs> yeah, I think my friend she was out hiking and you know found some interesting tracks, um, and she thought it was a horse track, like you know horses. But I'm pretty sure it was a werewolf. Pretty sure. Like, Just you know, it's science. Yeah, like, it's got to be a werewolf. I'm pretty. Yeah, like ninety nine point seven percent. Are you sure? sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I watched 100? a lot of. Well, you know, there's always that variation. It could have been a centaur, also. You can only room for these things. Yeah, so I don't know. Interesting. Just, yeah, so watch yourself. You know, bring some sticks. Or yeah, then I'll throw them off. Right, right. You just throw it one way Stick. and make noise over there, and then you run the other way distraction that's what i've learned watching all these movies and tv shows a lot of it's just thrown things yeah you just make a little noise or howl and then run the other way. yeah or like send your least valuable friend off to make some noise and then it chases them and hopefully they come back yeah but just don't trip if you're running to do not don't trip watch out don't trip in the woods at night yeah yeah while you're running Mm -hmm. away from something you're scared of yes absolutely i will try not to do that yeah but other than that you should be fine Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like <laughs> good tips. Um, and now for a serious Saturn second with Sydney. Oh my gosh, I can't. Let me get my tea. Got your tea. Yeah. I up. have my monocle on. Mm. Oh, lovely. My smoking jacket is fastened into place. Ascot. Got my pipe. Mm. Um. So yeah. As you can imagine, this is going to be extremely uplifting. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to talk about the Saturn return um, because that's happening. Or Saturn is shimming its way out of Capricorn. Yeah. So uh, Saturn return happens um, for the first time in someone's life um, around the ages of 27 and 28. Lasts around two to three years. And it's known as your Saturn return because your natal Saturn or the one that you are born with with your birth chart 
Um, it's in the same sign as the current Saturn transit. For example, if you were born with Saturn in Capricorn, you're wrapping up your Saturn return for the most part um, because Saturn is almost out of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So this year, it actually made its way into Aquarius in March and retrograded back into Capricorn from July to December 17th. So it's still in that zone, but it's on its way out. Um, so it's a little less neat than usual. Yeah. Um, but the lesson remains the same. Uh, <laughs> Saturn return is like the doorway into the next chapter. So this can bring about all types of new experiences because you're operating from a different place than before. Um, like this can result in career changes, change in values, friendships, relationship shifts. You might meet a significant partner during this time or create something new. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like magic could happen. Totally. It's a, yeah, listen up, you 27, 28, 29, 30-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you... people close to 60. <laughs> um, yeah, because you're entering a new chapter. Yeah, you'll just kind of have, with this new lease on life, you might, you know, Goodness. become someone that you didn't even think you'd become. Oh, yeah. And we talk about Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, rest your dear soul. Thank you for everything you did. But yeah, when she became Supreme Court Justice 27 years ago, when you were just born, you know, um, yeah, she was having her, her second Saturn return. And she was having her third one now, and the shift was very different. So it can be very, like, uplifting. And, I mean, she was a figurehead for 30 years in the Supreme Court. And this next one was a big shift and kind of unexpected when I looked at her chart. But um, to her, I think, but not to everybody else. Um, but she just, you know, it was time for her to go. And... That makes sense. She's 87 years old and a fighter of, you know, colon cancer and yeah. all sorts of The fact so. that a chronically ill person had to work until the last days of her life is a problem, not, um, not a victory, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, she died right before her third Saturn return during her second. Um, she was writing a book, um, become an author for the first time. Wow. Yeah, that's her second Saturn return. Okay. Um, and she was, um, yeah, she's doing a lot of stuff. So, um, amazing. yeah. Yeah. So I guess, no, that was her, her first Saturn return. I'm sorry. I'm confusing. 60. That's yeah. kind of how I do it. I mean, it's I do 27. Too. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, no, cause she was writing her book. She got pregnant with her son, um, the oh. next year. Or, like, after her Saturn return. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, like, once it, it was complete, then she had her she kid. Had a baby. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was her first, but just a baby. Yeah, a baby. Is, you know, you could say that's a new chapter anytime you oh, birth something. Yeah. Yeah. Both um, baby. Yeah. So, sometimes it's literal birth, and sometimes it's actual death. Mm -hmm. um, there's the 27 Club, the Kurt Cobains, the mm -hmm. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin's, um, Amy Winehouse all died before their Saturn return. Um, so if you are feeling down, it's a good time to connect with your people, seek help, Call um, me. stay curious about your future. You yeah, know, absolutely. it'll be interesting. Just stay interested and in how this is all going to shake out because you might surprise yourself, uh, with how much you love your life in the future. Yeah. You could become Supreme court justice. Exactly. So hang in there, <laughs> hang in there. We need you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely 
a shakeup of the foundations. And I've done a couple of birth charts recently of a couple of people that are 27. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. This is why you're feeling really kind of shook up right now. Yeah. I mean, I know I am. I'm feeling very um, unsure about what I want for my life and like what I want to do. And I feel this great upheaval happening. Um, And yeah, for anyone else going through their first, their second, or even their third Saturn return and is feeling that way, um, just roll with it. Just, just be patient, trust the process and know that you'll be, you're, you're making something and it's painful Mm -hmm. sometimes to be in that transition process, but on the other side, that's where we blossom. That's totally true. Like, yeah, birth is painful. So I've heard. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Astrology Airheads or visit our website, astrologyairheads.com, where we have all of our podcasts and blogs for you to access at your leisure. You can book a session with Rosalind through a book or reading tab where you can choose a birth chart reading that is one hour long and $30 and a steal and a delight. Feel free to email us at astrologyairheads at gmail.com if you have any questions or inquiries and we'll do our best to answer them. As always, thank you for taking the time out of your lives to learn a bit about astrology through pop culture. Share with your weird friends. Thanks everyone.